Sky Journal goes to press. Yes, sir, it's the G.I. Journal again, the special service radio newspaper of the AEF. And now, fellas, I'd like you to meet a man with a real military voice. He's always at ease, while his tone is A-W-O-L. Your editor-in-chief for this edition, Bing Crosby. Hi, men. Hi, Bing! Well, it's happy I am being here on the old G.I. Journal again. So cut yourself in on another printing party, men. We've got your five-star edition ready to roll, and your five-star reporters ready to keep her rolling. There's Georgia Carroll, one of your favorite pin-up girls to edit the letters to the editors. Arthur Q. Bryan is here to mend broken hearts with his advice to the lovelorn. Ishka Bibble, who's in charge of the poetry and the random scribbles sent in by you men. John Scott Trotter in charge of strings and brass. And Mel Blank and Harry Mitchell, two handy characters standing by. Of course, our star roving reporter is Professor Colonna. And he should be calling up with the story any minute. Hello, Chief. Colonna. Are you busy working on a story from the fighting front? Ah, yes, indeed. I'm calling from the loading dock overseas. I'm working very hard here. I'm stacking up some boxes. <laughs> oh, Professor! <laughs> One of the neatest stacks. <laughs> women, women, always women. Old heads her head must lasso him with that stash of his, but there you have it. Our staff is ready and waiting, so let's start printing up the first page. And it's music that steals column one. Start trotting, Johnny. How's your romance? Thank your lucky star. Yes, thank your lucky star. It's doing fine. Keep your romance as sweet as candy bar. Thank your lucky star. Like I thank mine. Everybody's living. But you're okay, you big success. You got your romance, that's the only thing. They won't be racing in, they don't know how. So thank your lucky stars right now. How's your romance? Thank your lucky star. Yes, thank your lucky star. It's doing fine. Keep your romance as sweet as candy bars. And thank your lucky star. Like I thank mine. Everybody's living on less and less. But you're okay. Great big smashing success. You got your romance, and that's the only thing. They won't be racing in. They don't know how. So thank your lucky stars right now. Fine musician, and men, really fine musician. And now it's about time for us to turn to... Uh... Stop the presses, stop the presses. Why, Ishka Bibble, they're not even going. They've been stopped all day. What's the idea of busting in here with all that noise? Well, I thought it made a dramatic entrance. Well, now you're on. I hope you can get off with a laugh or two, Ish. Where are the poems that the men v-mailed our way this week? Well, here they are, Chief. All set to be printed in the Muses to the Muses corner. 
Just listen to this here now poem from Jack Stewart up in the Aleutians. It's about bayonets. Brothered. The secret of bayonetting is control and restraint and putting yourself where the other bayonet ain't. <laughs> well, that calls for a cutting topper, but I'm empty dish-ish. Uh, uh, well, here, here's one from Private Harry Collins, and it's a fine piece of work. You mean the language is poetic? No, this one's in English, too. <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue. I know violets are blue because I saw her hanging them up on the line. <laughs> Funny place to hang a hat. But you other men out there, remember, you can have your poems read on the old G.I. Journal, too, by simply sending them in. Just address Special Service, Los Angeles, USA. And now it's about time to turn Excuse to Excuse me, next... Mr. Crosby, but I believe you recently ran an ad for a supply sergeant. That's right. Well, sir, my name's Lamb, and I am here in answer to that classified ad. You? Yes, sir. I feel I am fully qualified for the position. As a sergeant? Yes. Well, they might take you in to relieve a whack for active duty, but not as a sergeant. Oh, come now. Why not try me out, sir? You pretend to be a private, and I'll pretend to be the supply sergeant. You come in the supply room and ask me for something. I just ask for anything at all, huh? Yes, sir. Anything at all. Okay. Here I go into the supply room. Mm-hmm. Our Sergeant Lamb, can I get a shoelace? No, you can't get a shoelace! Knock it out of here! Scram! <laughs> You're underplated a little, but you're hired. <laughs> well, so much for the lives and the habits of the supply sergeant. Hello, Chief. Colonel, you're supposed to be getting a story on the Navy deep sea divers. That's what I'm doing, Chief. I'm dressed in a diving suit right now. I suppose you've got on those big 60-pound boots. Oh, I don't need them. Why not? Wearing G.I. shoes. <laughs> Are you helping the Navy divers clear out the new harbor that we captured? Yes, and it's a very big savage problem. Savage? You mean salvage. You left out the L. What was that? I say no L, no L. Thanks, and a Merry Christmas to you, too. Ah, <laughs> uh, but, Chief, I got a complaint to make. What is it? Well, I'm down here on the bottom of the ocean, and I don't think those guys up there working on the air hose like me. What makes you think so? They ain't sent it down no air. <laughs> air he wants. This is war, you know. They must be pumping something into that diving suit you're wearing. Oh, they are. What is it? Chloropicrin. <laughs> well, be careful now. Be careful down there on the ocean bottom. There must be a lot of dangerous monsters of the deep around. Ah, yes, I'm standing right next to an octopus now. An octopus? What is he doing? Oh, nothing much. Just staring at me and singing, In my arms, <laughs> in my arms. Well, you keep away from that octopus. He'll squeeze you till he breaks every bone in your body. Ah, don't be silly. I'm right in front of him now. He won't break every bone in my body. See? <laughs> Big toe is still intact. Ah, <laughs> oh, Colonna, you make me see red. All right, I'll wave Maggie's drawers. <laughs> well, I'll be very careful down there, won't you, Colonna? You sure everything's all right? Oh, yes. All the hoses attached to my diving suit are in perfect shape. Oops, here comes a swordfish. Swordfish? Yes, and he's aiming right at my hoses. Colonna! Kelowna, what happened? Sorry, your party was just cut off. <laughs> ah, yes. And over here in column two, page four, there's a little spread about trees. We lost all bullies. So we're pointing now to Poinciana. 
sing a song to the trees, trees sigh to me, soon my Speak to me of love. Moon is casting shadows from above. somehow I feel the jungle heat within. There grows a rhythmic savage beat. Love is everywhere. Its magic perfume fills the air. To and fro you sway. My heart's in time. I've learned to care. From now until the dawn and day, I'll learn to love forever, come what may. Georgia Carroll, how about this? Last week, lovely Linda Darnell helped me with the letters from you fellas overseas. And this week, it's gorgeous Georgia Carroll. Oh, get a load of the female I get with your female, hmm? Well, here I am with a male. Let's play post office. Best offer I've had this season. I'm sorry, Bing, but not that kind. Right blonde at the wrong post office. <laughs> now, Bing, you might as well... Be sensible about this. Yeah? I'm much, much too tall for oh, you. Oh, don't let that bother you, gal. I'm used to tall girls. I've always gone out with tall girls. Really? Really? Georgia, I've got more done on a pogo stick than hope at sea level. <laughs> oh, but Bing, I'm not in the mood for romance. You're not? No, to put me in the mood, I need... Oh, I need soft lights mm. and soft voices mm. and soft music. What do you need? Soft women. Georgia, you have such beautiful lips I love to look at your beautiful lips Well, look at them Yeah, but... But what? Well, a fellow gets tired of standing on the ready line He wants to get out there and fire Well, Bing, you're not the type I go for Oh, you mean you don't think I'm exactly up there with Robert Taylor, hmm? Oh, Robert Taylor Oh, Taylor is thrilling Mm. Bing, he has the same effect as beautiful music at midnight and me? Reveille at 5 a.m. <laughs> well, let's get back to the letters. Well, here's a very unusual letter from Willie Petrunic at Guadalcanal. It's about Marine Lieutenant Foster Jessup. Well, Jessup was forced down into the sea, and after being picked up by a landing ship tank, the lieutenant quickly went to one of its mounted machine guns and turned it on the enemy bomber. His first burst caught the Jap bomber right where it hurts. 
and he had the pleasure of seeing it crash in flames. It took him exactly ten minutes to even up his personal score. Hmm. They ought to lay plenty of decorations on Lieutenant Jessup for that. What else we got there? Oh, here, well, listen to this from North Africa, sent in by Jack Webster. Private Floyd Stewart there has a pet monkey which acts as a barometer. Whenever Nazi planes are approaching, the little monkey cuts up something awful. He hears them long before anybody else. Private Stewart hopes to take the monkey home with him to Iowa. He isn't sure what his folks will think of the idea, but for his dough, the little ape is okay. Editor, editor, who's the editor of this paper? I am. What are you so excited about? There's a big fire on 3rd and Main, and I gotta be there. I gotta be there. You gotta be at the fire. Why? Don't you see? I'm a marshmallow. Oh. <laughs> Boy, stand it close What kind of thing is this? Well, being, uh, suppose we hop to this yes, letter from Warren Compton. Quickly, <laughs> it's from Warren Compton, and it's from up Alaska way, and tells us about a soldier who didn't show up for dental inspection. When the master sergeant wanted to know how come, a pal of the soldiers handed the sergeant a box which contained a set of false teeth and a note reading, look my teeth over and return as soon as possible. <laughs> a similar incident occurred to me once when I was engaged in purchasing an, an alleged thoroughbred. I asked to see the nag's teeth, and before you could say Barney Dean, the owner took the horse's china out of his mouth and tossed them over to me for examination. <laughs> I loaned him a buck on him, by the way. You know, I think probably that's the horse that I bet on once. Georgie, not you, too. <laughs> I had such but hopes But before for we get hmm? too involved in racehorses, I'd like to mention some fine letters from privates Miles Patrick, Harry Curzon, and a whole lot of others. You men out there remember us, huh? And send in any little stories or facts that you might run across. Gosh, yes, and just address it in, in care of Special Service, Los Angeles, USA. Right you are, gal, but why should we keep talking when you could be singing? Take it, Georgia. Oh, do it again. I may say no, 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 but do it again. My lips just ache to have you take the kiss that's waiting for you. You know if you do, you won't regret it. Come and get it. is near I may say oh 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 but no one will hear mama may scold me cause she told me it is naughty but then oh do it again please do it again please Now we come to the department of unrequited love, of romance that has hit the rocks, and of the well-known pash that's turned to fish pie. Where can our editor be? Who I am, Mr. Cosby. The love one Waddy himself. <laughs> Boy, the fellows have written in some killer doers this week. Well, Arthur Q, proceed with the first one, huh? All right. Here's a bit of wop-sided romance from Private West Cornwell. He says his wife has taken a job as a lover in a Turkish bath. <laughs> 
Wadey's department. <laughs> Why is the soldier so upset? Well, he says he doesn't want his wife to work her fingers to other people's bones. <laughs> hey, you know, Wolsey Wub was once a mass house. No, no, you mean masseuse. No, I mean mass house. She didn't use that alcohol just for wubbing. <laughs> <laughs> Wolsey once got into a lot of trouble, too. One day she left a big horse of a woman in the steam box too long. A big horse of a woman? What happened? In 15 minutes, she went from pony to bony. Well, that washes that up. Um, what is your next problem, kind sir? Well, this one's from Sergeant Irving Phillips. He writes, my wife is learning to drive a car back home in the States, and I'm getting worried. Well, Sergeant, the first thing to do is to stop worrying because you're 6,000 miles away. And no woman driver could get that far off the twack. <laughs> what about Wozy Wub, huh? I wish you hadn't brought that up, Mr. Corsby. Wozy Wub twice hard, but she's not a good judge of distance. What do you mean? You know that song, Coming In on a Wing and a Puer? Yeah. Well, Wozy Wub is always coming in on a wet white and a pedestrian. <laughs> Knows very little about a car, huh? Oh, very little about yeah. a car. Correct, Mr. Corsby. Just the other day, I walked right in front of the car to open the garage door for her. And just when I was about to open the door, she said, What is this? And stepped on the gas. Did you ball her out? Ball her out? Mr. Crosby, did you ever try to talk with a mouthful of doors? <laughs> oh, Bing. Hmm? Here's a letter from Sergeant Carl Warren, who's in the Solomon. The sergeant says he's read an article about the Quiz Kids radio program, and he'd like the G.I. Journal to give a sample of that show. The Quiz Kids, huh? Well... We can make up like children, Georgia. You put a ribbon in your hair, I'll slip into a three-cornered sarong. Take it away! The Whiz Kids are on the air. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Dr. Ish K. Bibble here once again with his itsy-bitsy geniuses, the Whiz Kids. Introduce yourself, kiddies. I am Georgia Carroll, and I am four years old, and I am from Texas. They mature pretty quickly down there, don't they? <laughs> quiet, quiet, you bad boy. Now introduce yourself. I am Bingham Crosby. How old are you? I am very young, very young. <laughs> yeah, you can tell that. His hair hadn't started growing in yet. No. <laughs> and, now, and now, children, let's get on with the program. Incidentally, listeners, these kids here are so sophisticated and so advanced, they don't even believe in the stork. Are you kidding? All right, now for the first question. If someone asked you how to go to New York from Los Angeles, how would you go? I see uh, Bingham has his hand up. Well, first I would drive to Albuquerque, then I'd drive to St. Louis, then I'd drive to Chicago, and then I'd drive to New York. Very good, my child, very good. But tell me, where did you get all that gas? I got a hangover. <laughs> and now for a question on music. I know, I know. No, no, not you, Bingham. <laughs> you, Georgia. Georgia, you, you, you tell us now, what are the four types of singing voices? The four types of singing voices? Yes. Soprano, alto, bass, and sinatra. Very good. Very good. Now, who knows what has four legs, a tail, and runs fast? Leave me out of this. See what you mean. (laughs) 
<laughs> children, children, we're not making a very good showing. Now, here's a question on geography. Where are the Andes? They're on the radio where the Amos is. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. These kids are genius. Oh, 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 oh. What's the matter, Bingham? I'm teething. Teething? He means his plate's loose. <laughs> well, 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 I see our time is up. Tune in again next week on The Whiz Kids, the most brilliant children in America. These children appear here every week of their own free will, and they're perfectly satisfied with the salary I give them. Aren't you happy here, children? Yes, Doctor. And I'm giving you plenty of money, isn't that so? Yes, Doctor. Pistol packing, Doctor. Lay that pistol down. Thank you, Ish. I wondered how we were going to get out of that. And into, uh... There's going to be a hallelujah day When the boys have all come home to stay And a million bands begin to play We'll be dancing the victory polka And when we've lit the torch of liberty In each blacked out land across the sea When a man can proudly say I'm free We'll be dancing the victory polka And then we'll give a mighty cheer When a ration book is just a souvenir And we'll heave a mighty sigh When each gal can kiss the boys you kiss goodbye And they'll come marching down Fifth Avenue The United Nations in review When this lovely dream has all come true We'll be dancing the victory polka Join, join, join the merry throng. Sing, sing, sing the victory polka. Raise your voices loud and strong. There's gonna be a hallelujah day when the boys have all come home to stay and the million friends begin to play. We'll be dancing the victory polka. When we've lit the torch of liberty In each black out land across the sea When a man can proudly say I'm free We'll be dancing the victory polka And then we'll give a mighty cheer When a ration book is just a souvenir And we'll heave a mighty sigh when each gal can kiss the boys, you kiss goodbye. And they'll come marching down Fifth Avenue, the United Nations in review. When this lovely dream has all come true, we'll be dancing. We'll be romancing. We'll be dancing and romancing the victory polka. Here's a letter from Corporal Marshall Smith. He would like to run an ad in our paper for an operatic voice. Now, there must be someone around here who fits the bill. Not me. Not me. Not me. Guess who? <laughs> you? Oh, Professor, why, anything sounds better than you, even our porch swing. Naturally, it's steady. Professor, I've got news for you. An operatic voice calls for range. That's me? 
Just listen while I hit a high C. <laughs> Professor, what happened to the high C? Tide went out. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I see you want proof. Well, I'll show up, you scoffers. Just piano. My baritone is too rich for an orchestra. One, two... <laughs> flinched at Bob Burns' bazooka. Just by way of retrieving music from disgrace, I feel greatly emboldened to read this letter from Johnny Dance. He says he and his gang down Pacific Way would like to have us all do a little barbershop trim on a song called A Bicycle Built for Two. Well, well, I'll just use the clippers on the chorus once so you remember the words, then you'll all join in, huh? Daisy, Daisy, give me your answer, do. I'm half crazy All for the love of you It won't be a stylish marriage I can't afford a carriage But you'll look sweet Upon the seat Of a bicycle built for two Now, Tony, Wally, and Ed at APO 252 And everybody else Latch on with us, huh? Here we go Daisy, Daisy, give me your answer too. I'm half-raising all for the love of you. It won't be a stylish marriage. No, no, no. I It shows you how many incipient Sinatras there are lurking around these days. Well, men, the presses are pressed, the type is type, and the paper's paper. The old G.I. Journal is just about ready to bed down for the night. 
Don't forget us if you have any gag commercials, poems, letters, jokes, or anything at all. Just address us at Special Service, Los Angeles, USA. This is Bing Crosby saying so long and uh, good luck. The G.I. Journal has been a presentation of the Special Service Division of the War Department of the United States of America.